Welcome to the Daily Takeaway. Bush is ferreting away in his bag right now. I'm really hoping that's going to mean one thing and one thing only. No, I just fancied a vape. <laughs> only joking. <laughs> I've got eggs. Yes! I've got eggs for you, mate. So if you listen to last night's podcast, which you obviously do, uh, Richie was berating me quite rightly. Should have actually used this in the apology section from earlier yes. on. Uh, that uh, My other half, Katie, had bought... Uh, bought like a, a was it like a white chocolate cream egg for yeah. you? Yeah, historically they've always just been uh, milk chocolate uh, and then last year there was the limited edition sort of like uh, white one that you had to try and find somewhere and now this year it turns out there's white ones on sale. So it's been in the uh, like little chocolate box thing in our uh, sweetie box in our house um, and uh, the amount of times I've gone oh my god I must bring that in for Richie then forgot which I, that must be awful because you must have come in each day I know you like your, your, tr- your treats. Every day excited Every day. about it that was the problem because you told me like about five days ago oh by the way I've got a, a white chocolate cream egg <laughs> and, and then, then it doesn't, doesn't surface it's like one of those things where you go to throw a ball for a dog but you've got the ball behind your back and the dog goes like <laughs> which implies that you think of me as some sort of like daft thick let's dog. not go into that here <laughs> But the main thing is, is I've brought, made up after yesterday. I brought you, the, I brought you the egg in. Yeah. Just a story behind it. Um, I asked Katie about it last night when I got in from work, and she, I'm, I'm going to be honest now, she'd eaten it. Yeah. Oh. So she had to go this morning after the school run and felt so bad and got you another one. <laughs> Isn't that unbelievable, Katie? For listening to this, can't believe it. This is really bad. Uh, so she's gone and got you that one there. When do I get to have it now? Or well, at the you end can, of the you podcast? can, well, you can have a little. Uh, I've waited long enough, so I could wait till the end of the episode. Do you want to wait till the end of the episode? There Why it is. Not? Okay. White chocolate cream egg, uh, and then obviously seeing. As you're going to hear in this show, we had to make an apology to producer Adam after what happened in last night's show. So um, she's got you a Lindor... Oh, the posh one. The posh, yeah. You're quite weird, though. There's a lot of stuff that you don't... Between the two of you, there's a lot of stuff. You've got like a... I'm not what those weird, diagrams calls it? A Venn, Venn diagram? You are weird. You've got, you don't like loads of stuff. He doesn't like stuff. Onion, other, that's all I don't like. It's more than just onion. List me another thing I don't like. Mushrooms. I don't mind mushrooms if it's in a risotto with bacon. There we go, there we go. Let's, oh. let's get more specific. Adam doesn't like the whole of the seafood world. Anyway, or hot drinks. Hot drinks are not He's hot drinks. He's weirder than me. I, I, this, this was supposed to be a team-building exercise, and it's actually falling apart here Where right now. Where do we now. get this white chocolate egg? Let's get a shout out the way you can eat them at the end. Here's the show. The Daily Takeaway. Daily takeaway. An apology to get out of the way and clear the air on the show tonight. Uh, on Monday evening, Hugh Jackman joined us to talk about his new film, The Sun. He was a great guest. It was lovely having him in. And at the end of the interview, uh, we asked him if he had a recipe uh, for a toasty, and he did. It was called The Jackman, uh, and we decided we would do it on yesterday's show. And it was a very simple uh, recipe uh, involving cheese and chutney. He Cheese and chutney. Told us specifically to keep your toasty simple. So we did it yesterday. Our producer, a dem responsible for buying the ingredients, went and messed up and bought mango chutney. So the main thing about last night's show is we, we went on and made the toasty and everything, but the, the, the kind of main crux of last night's show was, yeah, it tasted all right, but it wasn't what Hugh was talking about. Exactly. And then it turns out we might have made a mistake. Have a listen to this. Whatever the one you're going to get at Tesco. Cathedral like a, City. What is it, like a fruit chutney? It's not mango Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm still thinking cheddar, sorry. <laughs> Did you spot it in there? I, do, I don't know if that's completely conclusive. Well, have a listen to this. Don't mango Oh, sorry, I'm... You might is have, it? <laughs> might have to listen again. Don't mango Oh, sorry, I'm... It, 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 it's... It's... <laughs> 
it's just about in there, isn't it? We have been undone by the uh, what they do now, obviously, with any form of video that you put on Instagram or, or Facebook or whatever, the subtitles on it. Yeah. And so by the time I was on the train home last night, uh, obviously we, we kind of hung Adam out to dry. Yeah. Like, rightly so. <laughs> uh, but then listeners, home-time listeners, uh, and again, snitches get stitches, etc., were then screenshotting uh, the uh, subtitle of... Um, Hugh Jackman saying mango mm. and then sending that to us on the train. I mean, audibly-wise, you can barely hear it, but the subtitles have got us. One more time. Whatever the one you're going to get at Tesco... Cathedral like City. It's, what is it, like a fruit chutney? It's not mango... Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm still thinking cheddar, sorry. <laughs> Blink yeah. and you miss it. Yeah. So, um... You ready? Yeah, go on, th- three... You two. are going to join me, aren't you? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. OK, three, three two, two, one. one. Sorry, sorry Adam. Adam. OK. Right, let's move on. Yeah, this is uh, quite awkward, actually. <laughs> Tracy Jones, this is the tweet from last night that started it all off. Uh, a freeze frame of uh, Hugh Jackman speaking, but asking the question, Mango Chutney, that is frozen there on the picture in the subtitles, she says, ooh, I just went back to listen. Hugh did say Mango. Exhibit one, I think Adam is owed a big apology. Well, he's just had a big apology. Yes, we've done that now, so maybe we should open this show up to others. If you if you want to use Home Time as a, as a vessel to make an apology to anybody, no matter what it's for, if it's something as trivial as a... Mango chutney it's dispute. Throw away, isn't it, really? Uh, almost didn't really need the apology, did it, really? Just clearing something up. Um, then y- use it for that. You know, 8, 12, 15, you can text us, uh, tweet us at Absolute Radio, we'll pass it on. Uh, I could apologise to my wife. She's probably not listening to the show right now, so That's it nice of her. almost doesn't happen if she doesn't hear it. Uh, it's me that chipped the kitchen uh, worktop that you had to stick together the other day. Would you punch it when you're annoyed? <laughs> no, I was taking a car out to clean the... Taking a, a, a chair out to clean the roof of the car because I'm not very tall. Wow. Uh, I whacked it on the side of the kitchen worktop and it's chipped. What? Do you know what? In, 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 that's the universe correcting itself, that. Just go and get, go and take it to a garage. Stop cleaning yourself. I'm not paying £25 for people to swarm over my car I love, I love, when I, love I can the... spend 50 minutes to do it myself. I, know, but I just love the idea of you being on a chair up there. It's like the opening 10 minutes of casualty. What's going to happen? Uh, but apologies. Do you feel better for that now? Uh, yes, because I know she's at swimming and won't have heard it. There you go. So it makes the world a better place. Uh, apologies. Uh, they're starting to come in. Peter would like to eat humble pie, he says, after his friend, who's a real Star Wars dweeb, raved about the Mandalorian. Oh, I. His son is actually christened Ben Kenobi. Peter says, I dismissed it until I watched it. I discovered it's fantastic. Weirdly enough, there's an advert for that where I normally pick up the tube to go home and it appears to have Boba Fett hugging baby Yoda. Don't know what's going on there. Don't fall down Peter's trap. I don't want to get down Peter's trap. I'm going to say sorry to um, my other half, Katie. I mean, I, I get kind of picked up on quite a lot of things. Uh, but there's one thing that I keep doing, even though she keeps telling me off about it, and I can't, I can't get it in my head to stop doing it. I don't know if anyone else does this, but I will leave a wet towel on our bed, on our bed, or the oh, bedroom floor. I'll go, in, I'll go and get changed, oh, and I forget rick. about the towel. And that's, I don't know what that is. I think it's something to do with not having my glasses on. That's the, oh, no. Do you know what I mean? No, it's not. It's not. It's poor. You're it's looking... really poor behaviour. Because oh. then we've got to get back in that bed, and it's wet because I've left my towel on it. Oh, we could not live together. Imagine that if I got our bed wet because I left my towel on it. <laughs> Are you sending me horrible voice notes? Uh, apologies on any levels. We're ready to make them for you on the show tonight, whether it is damp towels or Mandalorian thoughts. Is there an apology you would like to make on the show tonight? Uh, Jono, what's uh, your apology? Who's it to? I've got a, a, a pretty bad habit of leaving the silver... Um, you know the silver seals from milk bottles, the cartons? I, I always leave those lying around the kitchen. OK. Um, and the wife, it does her Sweden, like properly does her Sweden. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like you guys with, with, with the towel on the bed. I do the same thing. 
Um, so you've been told loads of times. Well, do you take the top off the milk, but you don't put the top back on the milk? Is that what you're saying, Jono? No, no, no. The actual silver foil. You know, the, the actual... So when you take the top off, oh. it's like a little silver seal. So I take that off, and I leave that always, like, on the kitchen counter. Or gotcha. Something. I put the milk back, and I leave the silver seal on the actual kitchen counter. In fairness so to you, there's something about those those little seals when you first open the bottle or the carton that is, they're, they're so hard to put in the bin. Yeah, I don't know what it is, you just want to leave them lying yeah. around. So you've been told yeah. loads of times, Jono, and you, and you never learn? Never, ever learn. Never learn. Well, I'm sure um, this apology will land very well now, and it's not as if you've been blaming on anyone, right? No, no, well... <laughs> I blame the four-year-old daughter at the weekend. Wow. Because um, she must open so many milk cartons, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, because the wife just, she just looked, she just came and she just, yeah, I saw the look and I was like, uh-oh. And then it dawned on me exactly what I'd done and I was like, oh. And I like looked at Lily and I was like, <laughs> I said to the wife, I said, no, it was, it was Lily. She had breakfast and she opened the bottle. Wow. So why have you, why have you left that? Got there? no shame. He's going to hell. This man's going to hell. <laughs> but Johnny, you, um, you're not going to hell now because you've come onto this show and you've confessed and you're going to be absolved of your sins, my friend. Yes, well, that's the idea. That is the idea. Brilliant. Well, what a road to Damascus turnaround you've had in your uh, faith this evening, Jono, and we're going to let you go forth into the world and hopefully act in a more responsible way. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> it will leave one on the side within 24 hours. I know what it's like. Uh, do you notice I've got a new shacket on today? I think it looks very smart. Thank you very much. It's kind of buttoned up to the neck. That's how I'm wearing it. Um, it's brown. It's, it's a hemp kind of material. Mm-hmm. But I caught a look at myself in the mirror when I was in the, uh, the uh, lift earlier on at work, and I think maybe I look a little bit like Ho Chi Minh. <laughs> It's got a kind of Ho Chi Minh look. And then I had a bit of like a daydream thinking on Ho Chi Minh because I've been doing a lot of like uh, history of the Vietnam War stuff recently. And I was thinking to myself, if Ho Chi Minh was alive today, I reckon if he was running a pub, he'd call it the trail. <laughs> and you can go one further on this, right? Yeah, go on. But stick with me on this. No? This is an interesting exercise for uh, not only like keeping your brain active on a Wednesday, middle of the week, which can be hard work, but also takes you back to your school days when you're learning, right? What about this? Pick a historical character... Then come up with the name of the themed bar or club they'd be running if they were alive today. Like so it. Ho Chi Minh, if he was alive today, he'd be running a small bar called The Trail. Ho Chi's Trail. Yesterday, you 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 did yourself down by referring to your brain as a box of frogs. It is a box you of know. frogs. <laughs> Look at this, it. this is what comes out of it. I love it. Sometimes weird things happen if you open a box of All frogs. All right, so how, how about, would this work? Would this work? Noah... Yes, right. good old Noah from the Bible. Good old Noah from the Bible. Uh, his themed bar or club, two by two. Two by, and there's always a queue out the front. Always a queue out the front. You can't come in if you're on your own. You've got to come in two by two. I'd love that. And, and if there's like a group of lads going by, he always lies and says there's loads of girls in there. <laughs> Paul says, Neville Chamberlain's Gastro Pub, peas in our time. <laughs> uh, and then uh, someone has mentioned uh, Imelda Marcos, the shoe-in. That's the kind of angle we're going to go for. So, look, Chris says, Isambar Kingdom Brunel, if he was alive today, he'd be running a nightclub called Off the Tracks. <laughs> That'd be so good. I'm loving the train-themed ones. Thank you very much. Well done. Shelley in, uh, in Nottingham, uh, one of many people to uh, suggest Henry VIII's Queen's Head. It works. Julia says, Bram Stoker's Light Bites. Maybe he does, uh, <laughs> like, chicken from a hatch at midnight or something like that as well. Uh, a good bit of history test here for thinking back to when you were at school. Pick a historical character. Imagine they're running a bar today that's themed around them. What would it be? Stu says, hi, guys. How about Mary Shelley running a pub called The Self-Made Man? That's very good. Love what he's done there. 
there. Uh, Alexander Graham Bell running the uh, the Dog and Bone, uh, suggests Stephen Fleet. Uh, Lenin would be running Revolutions bars across the country, of course. Vodka nights on a Wednesday. Uh, Cleopatra is uh, running the Tutankhamun underwater, says Karen in Brighton. Uh, Lloydie says Michael Jack... No, not Michael Jackson. We'll leave that one. <laughs> <laughs> George Michael, the Wambar. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I'm going I'm to move on. Uh, Martin Lester suggests the former King of Spain would be running all bar Juan. Love that. Love that. Uh, let's go to the phones, shall we? Let's go to the phones. Uh, Donna's on the line. Donna, please, your suggestion for a historical character running a bar. Uh, well, I have to say I can't take credit for it. This was my husband. OK, and what's your um, husband's name? Jason. So Jason just came out with this one, did he? Yes, yes, which is quite unlike him. Okay. All right. Well, she's she's <laughs> taking credit for it, but owning him at the same time. Uh, yes. Donna, what has the marvelous Jason come up with? He came up with a pub run by William Shakespeare called Your Bard. Very oh. good. I think Jason's excelled himself there. So it's a he high has. point in 2023 for him. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. This is the Daily Takeaway. Brilliant to welcome to the studio someone who, it's amazing since he's been up at like four o'clock this morning from the Dave Barry Breakfast Show, it's a brilliant Glenn Moore. Hi. I've, hey, Glenn. I've never been here at this time. <laughs> well, I was about to say, This Glenn, whole daylight thing is great, can, isn't it? Can I just say, lovingly, as someone who spent a lot of time back in the day with you on the breakfast show, mm. um, this is the earliest I've ever seen you arrive for a breakfast show. <laughs> Come on. Get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the bosses are listening. <laughs> they don't know why I arrive like Fraser does. 30 yeah. seconds before we go on. Uh, well, we'll talk about your stand-up comedy tour in a yeah. second. In fact, you're performing this evening. You're, you're dressed very smart. But whenever I've I've seen you, with, yeah. uh, whether it's covering breakfast or just being in in the mornings, you're normally in kind of sports cash. And uh, In fact, the photo of you and, and Dave from the breakfast show with your oh, yeah. pointless trophies, mm. you're wearing, look, you're just off to play badminton. So. Yeah, I think because we share a lot of stuff on social media as a breakfast show, it implies to people like I'm a regular gym goer it's all false there's nothing <laughs> behind it it's you, a combination you did... of comfort and it makes you feel more like adrenaline filled you feel like you've gone to the gym if you're just wearing shorts I swear you ran past you jogged past me on, on uh, uh, Carnaby Street a few, a couple, about a month or two ago as well there's nothing more terrifying than someone saying I saw you running <laughs> <laughs> so, oh god what did I look like <laughs> uh, we have we have not got you in as some kind of like uh, uh, intel on what's, what's 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 going on with the with the rest of the breakfast team. Oh, we talk about you guys a lot. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay, well, yeah. we'll, hold out, we'll hold off on the tour stuff. We'll find out what's being said. Uh, but you, you, you have been aggressively touring, and you are still aggressively touring right now. Yeah, aggressively is a good way to put it. I'm about 50, 40 to fifty dates in. I yeah. think to the stand-up tour. Yeah. How, how does that work though? Because obviously you're on uh, early, incredibly early in the morning, mm. and obviously people who do stand-up comedy, it, it looks glamorous, but there's a lot of like driving and waiting and doing gigs late at night and getting back. Yeah. How, how have you managed to match the two things up? Um, a combination of three things, of um, uh, Red Bull, Pro Plus and Monster. Those are the things <laughs> that have really sort of helped me through. It, do you know what? The tour was mostly restricted to the weekends. I thought I was being really clever by being like, all right, I'll only do the tour on like Friday and Saturday. That means you can go to like Cornwall on a Saturday. Yeah. And then you're back home and you're back in London again doing the show. And then what I realised was there were zero days off involved. I had Christmas Day off and that was oh, yeah. basically it. Oh, yeah, so you were literally just working all the time. It was like the opposite of Santa, yeah. <laughs> Uh, in in vibes of like Saturday morning kids TV off of the nineties, we're yeah. taking questions for you. Okay, uh, Conrad says Glenn doesn't give much away on his musical 
taste on the show. What is Glenn into? Yeah, what kind of thing are you into, Glenn? Uh, for the sake of my job, I'd say Stereophonics, <laughs> Oasis. <laughs> Big fan of that. Continuing to do the, the same Gallagher's both around. Liam and Noel. <laughs> do you know what? I am stuck in 2007 with regards to, like, indie. So it's still very much like the Strokes, the Claxons wow, still okay. right. end up in, like, the top ten of my Spotify raps. Are you a fan of, of, uh, of Wet Leg? Huge fan of Wet Leg. They're good, aren't they? Brilliant. I throw them in if I want to look current in front of other people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Chuck them in there. Uh, Aileen has texted, and this goes back to what we were saying just a bit earlier on. Question for Glenn. Why didn't you pick the music question? This is obviously uh, referring to you and Dave's stellar performance on Pointless. Just tell everyone if they didn't see it how you and Dave got on on the back uh, Well, show. we got Pointless Celebrity Trophies. We were the uh, finalists of the show of the last one standing. Wow. Um, and then we got scuppered at the end with the question was uh, consecutive Oscar nominees. So directors, actors or actresses who've been nominated in, in, in consecutive years. Ooh. Um, and so we said Tom Hanks, which was correct. Okay. Uh, we said Jennifer Lawrence, which was incorrect. She was nominated for Best Actress and then Best Supporting Actress, if that doesn't count. Wow. And then we said Peter Jackson, because the Lord of the Rings films were all in consecutive years, and it turns out he got nominated for the first one and the third one, but not the second. Oh. So I think some of the best wrong answers Yeah, they're had. good. Yeah. But, yeah. but equally, if you've got Tom Hanks, that's correct, but it's not a pointless one. It wasn't though. pointless. They had about 27 people had said it. That is a really, really... So why did you pick that rather than music? Well, it, it was par- partly cowardice. We thought, brothers in music, obviously, the Gallagher's, you know, that's the first thing that comes up, and we thought, if we get this wrong... Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't want to be... We can't show our faces in this town. We hung out to try. <laughs> Whereas Oscars, you sort of go, well, we're trying something a bit different. That's fine. You would never choose... Like, if, for instance, the topics... If the topics were Oscar nominees, music, the life and times of Glenn Moore, I wouldn't choose that one. I wouldn't choose it. I don't have confidence. I get it wrong. So, obviously, people sit and watch programmes like Pointless, and you can, you can guess it when you sat in your lounge. Is yeah. it when you're actually in the studio doing it, is it does your mind leave you slightly uh, Dave's it? did yeah um, I, no, no. They did, yeah it does it's, it, you just, it's like an out of body experience because also you forget you're on the set that you're so familiar with having seen on TV yeah. I had the same thing the first time I ever did Mock the Week I remember just sort of sat there at one point and I just ended up sort of daydreaming and I was watching like Hugh Dennis bantering with Diary Breen and I was like this is great I'm, I'm watching Mock the Week really up close and it was like I'm on Mock the Week sorry I've got to concentrate I've really got to concentrate got so. uh, well what, uh, this isn't a question Emma and Hinkley you put this on uh, your LinkedIn profile if need be went to see Glenn at the end of a fringe tickets were sold out but I hounded him and he told me how to get some last minute so funny the best show we ever saw Wow, that's very, very kind. You did go into another room and use your phone briefly before you came in here. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <Yeah. be. laughs> that's what she's talking about tickets. I've got my burner phone I call Debbie. Uh, you, yeah. You've been on your amazing tour. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? Glenn, I'm 60 more. Firstly, thank you so much. Congratulations for saying that in one go. Got it in one go. Yeah. Uh, it's a hell of a tour, but you're, you're coming to the end and there's still tickets uh, available and people can come and see you yeah, at one big one at the end. final day. I'm doing a much bigger room in uh, the Friday the 10th of March at the Leicester Square Theatre. Um, so that's like the big end end of tour one. Okay, fantastic. And it's a great theatre to come and watch comedy that as oh, well, isn't so it? Oh, it's so nice. It's well like Stuart Lee does like residencies for like months at a time and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, Glenn, obviously performing tonight at the Soho Theatre in London. The big one though, 10th of March, London Leicester Square Theatre. Get your tickets for that right now. We wanted to ask you about something that's uh, a rumour that's kind of popped up from your time yeah. on The Breakfast Show. You've been sneaking out to go and do something after the show. And sneaking is the right word. And it's a lot of sneaking. Yeah. And, and Richie and I have heard rumours that you might have got into the wrestling scene. 
Yeah, the underground wrestling scene. So t- talk us through that. Is this like Fight Club? Is this like a corporate no, thing? Or what is it? So it is for comic relief, and right. uh, it's called just The Wrestling, and it's on at the O2 uh, next month. Wow. And uh, at the Indigo Room, and it's it's an event that they used to do at the Edinburgh Festival every, say, two or three years. Yeah. And they train comedians up to wrestle. Everyone would have their own persona, the goodies, the baddies. They'd properly choreograph it, like, you know, spoiler alert, wrestling's fate. Um, but, um, <laughs> but it was great. I remember even, like, before I'd ever done a gig before like this is but when I just went like as a comedy viewer before I'd ever done stand up watching like Ashlyn B chokeslam James Acaster yeah, yeah, yeah it was incredible so um, yeah it's so much fun to be part of it this year so Joe Lysett is my manager brilliant um, and I'm fighting the likes of Phil Wang Ed Gamble's involved there's like everyone's got their own entrance music there are like live commentators as well so oh, like wow. Ashlyn B and Nish Kumar are like the commentators are you, are you like, like a face or a heel good guy or a bad guy I'm a baddie I'm You're a baddie my name is Glenn Morg and I'm a cryogenically unfrozen MP from the 70s <laughs> Do you get to climb up on the ropes and like slam down from a great yeah, height? Been teaching people. us how to do it. It's oh, so amazing. great. Wow. The ring is harder than you'd assume it would be. <laughs> you sort of go. You just make it a nice, comfy blanket. No one's ever going to know the difference. But it's really, it's wow. really painful. Because wow. you know, sometimes people don't take it as seriously as they should do. Because it is a real art, wrestling, isn't it? It's, it's unbelievable. We're trained up by professional wrestlers who are also involved in the fights as well, and the moves that they can just pull out just are just, just like so easily. Are just unbelievable acts of acrobatics and stuff like that because it's not about it's not about how to pull off a really complex move. It's kind of more about how to receive it, how yeah. to re- how to receive it, make it look as painful as possible. <laughs> you know, it's great play fun. acting, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then you're going to be in spandex. What's your outfit? What kind of thing are you wearing? Uh, I'm going to basically be wearing. I'm uh, going to be dressed like a tennis player from the 70s. I imagine we're talking like cream polo, wool and oh, V-neck. Oh, this is so great. The white thinking, shorts, like the 118 adverts. I was more thinking sort of like Big Daddy from back in the <laughs> Big day. Big Daddy, that kind of thing. <laughs> like the actual like vest. Yes. The vest. That's yeah, why yeah. I was wanting to see yeah. you. Well, I was like mankind wrong. and wear a mask. No, that was me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, when is that again? And people can buy. People get tickets for it. Or this is not this Sunday, but next Sunday at uh, at the O2. Wow, so is this ahead of you doing your Leicester Square Theatre? This is beforehand. My so God, I, might wow. be, I might be limping. I might be limping at that one, yeah. <laughs> Stay safe. Great to have you on. Make sure you check out the Dayberry Breakfast Show tomorrow. So you'll be on tomorrow, despite the fact you're performing tonight in London. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleep here. Sleep over, I'll mate. Sleep Come on. here. I have done that before. <laughs> Richie, set a bed up for Glenn. Glenn, take care. Get your tickets now. London Leicester Square Theatre. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We've got a bit of unfinished business to deal with. This had three weeks of rolling over. It's a good job he isn't still here to see this. Goodness knows what tales he would take back to the breakfast table. How intimidated, though, would Glenn be, having seen this amazing competition that we were doing on Wednesday night? You'd be going back to Dave and Dyson saying, we need to up our game. Uh, midweek games night. Uh, we are now into a third week of uh, rollovering. Rollovering? Is that a term? I don't think it is. That works. Continue works with it. Uh, we've got three home-time tea towels uh, on wow. the quiz that is... What cereal is Bush walking through uh, barefoot? So the weird thing about this is, right, the question is that we're directly asking you, challenging you in many ways, is do you think you know cereal well enough to to know the sound of it being broken under bare feet? Mm. Because you might think you know your cereals, you have your same cereal every day, but do you really know the sound it makes? (laughs) Do you really? Uh, tonight, we're going to guarantee that there is going to be a winner. We're up in the ante uh, by re-performing it once again. You're going to do this live for us. This is not a recorded version of it. This is live. This is live. I'm going to roll up both uh, both legs. That's what you call them, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so and you'll, put, you'll put one foot in, yep. we'll pause, and then you'll put the other foot in for a second replay, I guess. Yeah, and you know what? I've got a good vibe about this. People are up for it. We, we've got text about guessing it. 
like right at the start of the show. Yeah. So I got a feeling it's going to go tonight and this is going to be great. So we've got a microphone down there next to the platter which the cereal's on. <laughs> And I'll, I'll just head over and walk through yeah, it, right? Yeah, come on round. What I've just realised means that you are going to be really close to me with your bare feet. Closer than I'd want you to be doing this. Oh, oh he's right for the right of the... So awful! He put it right up on the desk. <laughs> OK, here oh, we go. OK. Foot up, right foot going in. Making eye contact with Richie the whole time. OK. So what cereal is he... Pressing into right now, so take that out. Let's put the left foot in. Just for... <laughs> I think I might just keep it there, and I'll do. I'll do both things. Fair enough. Yeah, because it's gonna make a right mess. Here we go. Here's the other one. So he's now completely stood in a platter of cereal. But what is the cereal? Oh, can you actually guess a cereal just from the sound of it being crunched? It's a triple rollover. Three home time tea towels up for grabs. Who's this? It's Andreas. Andreas. Uh, where are you calling from, Andreas? Um, Amesbury in Wiltshire. Andreas, to me, sounds like he means business tonight. Oh. No mucking around. Andreas, yeah. what cereal do you think I was walking through barefoot? I reckon it was shredded wheat. Oh, I love shredded wheat. Come on! But they're, they're bigger. That would be a bit more chunky crunch. It's not it. It's not right. It's not right, Andreas. We're really no. sorry. No worries. Sorry, buddy. Hello, home time. Who's this? It's Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> Sounds uh, almost fed up. From the confidence of Andreas to uh, the resigned nature of Matthew. Uh, Matthew, are you confident? I hope so. OK, I'm just incidentally, what's your favourite cereal? Uh, we love Cocoa Pops and Frosties. OK, cool, all right then. Well, go on then. What do you think I'm walking through? Uh, we think you're hard enough to put your foot in a platter of Frosties. Oh, <laughs> that um, would hurt, wouldn't it? It would hurt because they're sharp and frosted. Yes, they and are. It's incorrect, I'm afraid, Matthew. Sorry, Matthew. Hi, thank you. Hello, home time. Who's this? Hi, it's Annie. Annie, how you doing? Are you good? Are you good? Have you had a good uh, Wednesday? Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Okay, and maybe you want to cap it off by winning yourself not one, not two, but three home time show tea towels. Wouldn't say no. You always need a tea towel. Well, Annie, you're our third caller of this particular round. Shredded wheat and Frosties guessed so far by Andreas and Matthew. What are you going with? I reckon all brand. <laughs> I do. I'd love to walk through all brand because I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> it's incorrect. Sorry, Annie. Oh, no. Thank you, though. Hello, home time. Who's this? Hello there. It's Alison from Wimbledon. All right, Alison, how are you doing? You all right? Oh, all right, all right. OK. Are you feeling confident about guessing what cereal I've just put my feet no, in? No, I don't know, really, but I'm just going to take a guess. Go on, then, Alison. Um, is it Honey Nut Clusters? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> we guarantee... <laughs> we guaranteed a winner tonight, Bush. What are we going to do? Because uh, uh, that's none of them are anywhere near. It's time for a clue, I feel. Go on, then. Give them, give them a big old clue, then, Richie. What are we going for? I hope your feet aren't going to turn the milk chocolatey. There you go. It's out there. But it's got to go tonight. Three home time show tea towels on it. Richie's just given a clangor of a clue. <laughs> Surely it's got to go now. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, the clue repeated uh, was... I've got to remember what my clue was now. It's very obvious. About turning the milk uh, brown. That, that was it. Yeah. Hope you, hope you, yeah no, chocolatey, I think I said. Is it chocolatey? Yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> well, <laughs> done it now. Be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, as if it couldn't get worse. Who's this? It's Morrissey. Morrissey? Yeah. Wow, right. actual Morrissey on the show. This wow. is amazing. Oh, budget Morrissey. 
Budget Morrissey. <laughs> what? Uh, I can't believe I'm asking this question to you. Uh, what cereal was Bush walking through? Cocoa Pops. <laughs> You're right. Yes. Finally, we've got a winner. What's going on? What should have started as just a one-off little competition has rolled over for three weeks, but finally, uh, uh, Budget Morrissey, you bagged yourself three home time show tea towels. It was Cocoa Pops. Oh, brilliant. Thank you very much. Great. Do you like Cocoa Pops, Budget Morrissey? I love them. He does love them. I wouldn't eat those. <laughs> uh, do, do you have another name that you go by other than Budget Morrissey? Well, believe it or not, my middle, my middle name, Moz, M-O-Z. Budget, Moz Morrissey. Yeah. It's been out of a night tonight on this show, isn't it? I, I really do not know what has happened, but I'm going to go on the train home and have a really good think about what's going on. <laughs> good to speak to you, man. You're a winner. Congratulations. Oh, thanks very much. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. So there you go. There's the show. Uh, Richie has been like uh, out of control waiting for this moment right at the end. Uh, I've already eaten my one. I had one, but I couldn't... I don't know if anyone else is the same. If I get a lunchbox or a food in a bag to put in my bag, I'll have to eat it on the train on the way and I can't wait. I've I've made sandwiches for myself before and gone and eaten them the same evening, which is pathetic. So if you are a cream egg aficionado like myself, the branding on this is different to the normal one, so you can tell it's a, a white one. It's got some white on the branding and says cream egg white. So you can edition. see what they've done there. It's, it's amazing. clever, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Before you, the pair of you dig into this, I want to apologise to Molly, a new member of the team, who's going to have to sit within quite close proximity of the pair of you eating these eggs, which I don't think is going to be pretty. When you unsheath the cream egg, do you well, try and take <laughs> off the, um, uh, the foil and leave it like intact like that? Look at that. That is pretty good. Isn't that good? That is amazing. He's eaten this already. Have you, producer Adam just had the whole He's thing? It's taken too long. Wow. He's about sheathing things. Uh, or unsheathing things. God, he's just had it literally in what? Have you had that in one go? No, I've got a bit. Do you want a bite? No, I don't want a bite. What kind of chocolate review is that where, like, you've just oh, eaten it? Sorry, it was nice. Do you know what? The weird thing is with him, Adam, he's growing a moustache at the moment. I feel like I'm near a pimp. He's <laughs> trying out confectionery. <laughs> right then, Richie, let's see what you think of this. Um, you've got a little gulp of tea. OK, I'm ready. Here we go. Oh, dear. <laughs> it looks like a boiled egg from here because it's white. I'd say there's less resistance than the standard egg. Really? It mm. seems like quite a crunch from here. Molly's put her hands over her face so I can see it. Um, visually, visually, I think it's less appetising than a milk chocolate cream egg. It just looks all a little bit weepy. You know, it, it looks like if you go to a chip shop and they've got pickled eggs in there, yeah. it looks a little bit like one of them. It's been However, in there for t- six years or something. Straight in, that second half. Look at that. It's all gone. All gone. Well, it's much sweeter. OK, well, we won't put you, our dear listeners, through the last bit of you... No, it's gone. Take it. Is that, wow, it's like a snake's neck. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> Look at um, that. <laughs> um, I'll eat that again. <laughs> I, d- I don't want to be here if you are. OK. 